today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man, uh, joins us as usual. Uh, Adam, first of all, welcome back. Good to have you here. Happy Friday. Uh, thank you, Bill. Thanks for I've having got, me. I have Always a, gift. a pleasure to, to hear you and speak with you on Fridays. I have a gift for you right off the bat. Uh, okay. We're just getting word now from our from our newsroom here that uh, there's going to be a, the, the premier is going to be speaking later on today as he usually does about the COVID protocol. Uh, it looks as if we're going to move into phase three here in Ontario a week from today. Uh, yes. That's apparently the announcement from Queen's Park. That's net to be confirmed, but we'll probably get that about an hour and a half later uh, when he finally gets up there. So that means indoor dining uh, with some restrictions and stuff, but uh, we're getting that much closer to normal, aren't we? Uh, you know what? Just to, just to tease, a tease closer to normal, Bill. It's it's not there yet, but yeah. you know, I am, I, I'm jealous. I talked to a lot of my American counterparts, even our office in Vancouver, and I just, I almost feel like I'm still in parole or I'm in juvie or something. And, you know, and, and they're like, what do you mean you can't eat in, indoors? And so, you know, I had a lunch appointment and it was raining and I'm like, I'm sorry, we can't eat it. it there's nowhere to go. There's uh, we had a hunt for a place to find cover. Uh, so I'm very excited with that news, Bill. And uh, and let me let me be clear that if the premier isn't going to do this, I will make a personal phone call myself and Hamilton can know. Adam Oldfield will be talking to the head up in uh, up in Toronto very very quickly if there's an issue and he doesn't do that. Yeah, our, our friends at Global News, of course, are going to be there and uh, they're suggesting that that's what it's going to be June 16th, which is a week from today, that they'll move into this. And we'll have details, of course, on, on the news throughout the course of the day. <clears throat> excuse me, on CHML and on CFPL. But that's that's a good way to start off the program. Now, here's the other good news: you got a new vehicle. Well, my wife got a new vehicle. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Does she let you drive it? Michelle, Michelle got a new vehicle. I get, to, yeah, I get to sniff the leather and everything. The the reason I'm excited about it is that it is such a technological marvel that, of course, it had to have all the bells and whistles. And as well, much course. as we talk about this on tech, tech talk, I mean, I, I got to experience it, and and I I can't wait to share all of that with you. But I mean, my wife is super excited for obvious reasons. Adam's excited for the one reason that it's got the self park. I actually, I mean, I see the videos and I've seen it. But to actually have that, watch it self-park. I've seen it, you know, do the self-driving and, and as much as I know it's been around. However, it's got this one thing I don't think as in many different vehicles. It's got Blue Link. And this I didn't know. You can, I can control the vehicle from an app on the phone. So temperature, of course, there's auto start. But there's certain things you can do. As an example, one of the best features I didn't know was there's a feature in a vehicle that has you know, you're driving, your kids are in the back and you want to, you know, hey, settle down or hey, stop that. And you got to turn your head and maybe be distracted. This now has a passenger communication. So you turn it on and it amplifies your voice from the driver's oh, seat. Great. <laughs> the entire vehicle. Now, I just turn it on because I love hearing myself, Bill. So I know Michelle was probably going to go crazy when I'm in the vehicle. I'm just going to turn on the passenger speaker volume and just let the whole vehicle just hear me resonating to my hello. It's almost like I'm talking to myself. But anyway, it's it's very exciting. I know uh, Michelle is very, very thrilled. So we bought it right here locally, Hamilton Hyundai. I'm going to give them a little plug because they were fantastic. And when I got all these bells and whistles, it's got a heads up display. I can't begin to tell you. I'm like a kid in a candy shop with all this tech, Bill. It's so exciting. 
I know. It's a real treat when you get a new vehicle and you see all the toys and the bells and whistles. There's probably stuff on my I still haven't used, and I've had it for a year and a half now. Uh, but I'll get around to it. So happy. that's great for you. And, and if you're a good boy, uh, I'm sure she'll let you drive it once in a while. Uh, but you do not. I can tell you right now, I've known you for over 25 years. You do not need amplification of your voice. But that, that's, that's Michelle can discuss that with you. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump is in court. Boy, that's a shock. But he's well, suing. One- he's actually suing a number of different uh, platforms, isn't he? I'm going to speak openly, and this is my opinion and has no reflection of what's going on inside the Trump administration, if he has an administration anymore. But anyway, Trump is suing Google, Facebook, Twitter, not only the companies, but the CEO. So Zuckerberg, he's suing Jack Dorsey. He's going after them all. And, you know, the main reason he's doing this, again, this is my opinion, uh, not by any stretch of otherwise, is that he is really struggling to get into the news these days. So if you've noticed, there's been radio silence on Donald Trump. Every so often you get a little blip. And he Mm -hmm. was trying at one point a few months, a month back on Tech Talk, uh, it was two months, sorry, he was making an announcement. He was going to try his own social media platform because kicked off everything he can't he can't even tweet anything so uh this is in my opinion a strategy uh to get his name in the news let people know he still exists he's still out there he's suing them for censorship and what does that mean is that he's been necessarily feeling his rights and constitution have been have been removed and the real challenge is these are private companies and they have policies he violated them so this isn't going anywhere it's just more or less a pr stunt by trump once again and he got his three minutes now 15 of fame back in the media well and yeah it's tickle yeah he's changed the channel that's what you're doing you know the, the stories about donald trump in the media the last couple of weeks have been a fun but you know that his ceo has been indicted and he's you know all this other stuff and they're possibly going to indict his kids too so it, it hit, this is just him saying look over here don't look what's going on here so we'll see how that rolls out in the next little while microsoft is having some problems now what's going on with windows okay I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, we probably should have kicked this one off. If you've got a Windows operating system, okay, and I'm going to say that because some people get nervous about, well, if I upgrade it, am I going to have problems? Or this is applicable to every operating system, right back to Windows 3.1. And if you're using 3.1, you're probably not listening to Tech Talk. But if you're using any Windows operating system, there is a flaw in the print spooler. Now, print spooler has been in every operating system that they've come out with. This is where when you go to print a file, you'll see a little icon bounce and it will try to print it. That little icon hasn't been managed properly by Microsoft, meaning they haven't really updated it with security protocols in every version that they've rolled out. So right now, that little sprint pooler, that print spooler that is in the operating system has a flaw. It's a, and not a little flaw, a massive flaw. So much so that, you know, we'll probably talk about this later on in a minute, but hackers can easily get into a Windows system using the print spooler. It gives full access to the kernel. Now, without getting into tech jargon, that means someone can take over your computer. So this has been technically a real issue. Microsoft has a security patch that is available now, and you want to make sure when you see it, please upgrade it. You, Your computer is 100% vulnerable if you haven't done it yet. All right. Speaking of uh, being vulnerable, uh, the other side of this course is Google. We've talked about them an awful lot lately with some of the concerns they've had. Google Alphabet is being sued. Yeah. By uh, right now, I heard 32 states and growing. So 
the the U.S. is coming down hard on Alphabet, and what they're doing is an antitrust issue. Um, what that means is that uh, back when Apple and Fortnite got into a bit of an argument in regards to how they're dispersing their revenues, and Fortnite was trying to say, "Hey, we should be able to sell direct to our uh, users." Uh, they had such a large user base. Well, that obviously is a case between Apple and Fortnite, but it also applies to Google and pr primarily the. Play Store, where we go to use the download program. Now, this is a very interesting case, Bill, because, you know, Android and Apple are two different systems. And Apple is probably more, um, I would say, under scrutiny by the Senate pertaining to how it works. It's very controlled. You can't necessarily download or uh, add an app uh, outside of the Apple, uh, out of the Apple Store, unless you uh, you know, jailbreak your phone, which is again, every time you do it, it becomes a problem. Android though, or, or Google has an ability that you can download. It's very easy to use third party downloads to, to run on your, on your phone. So that part is uh, obviously available. And that's why it's so interesting to see they're getting this antitrust push. Um, so there's two areas. Number one is how much these companies, Apple and Google are demanding from developers. They're forcing these developers to use their platform and they're taking, if they earn over a million, 30% of that. Anything mm. under a million, it's 15%. Now that's a step they've been trying to say, look how we're helping, but it doesn't fix the issue that there's a monopoly and Apple and Google control it. So I'll, I'll give you another example. Samsung has its own Samsung store. However, uh, it's been proven, and this is what's gonna come out in the States is that Samsung store has been um, kind of suppressed because Google will go to developers and say, we're gonna give you a premium by making sure that your applications are focused on our platform, not Samsung's. So they give incentives, like we'll make you first come up if someone goes to the Play Store. So this is gonna be very interesting to see what happens in the Senate, but if it rolls out like most monopoly or duopolies roll, uh, they're going to be blowing up Google Play Store and the Apple Store to make it available uh, for other platforms to exist. Wow, crazy stuff. Uh, we know that a lot of us who have been staying at home for the last little while, not able to go into the office, et cetera, the, the, the statistics indicate that a few of us have put on a few pandemic pounds. It's time to get into shape now that the nicer weather is here. And you've got a new app for that. Yeah, not Actually, only it's not new, is it? It's not so much new. It's just what it does. Yeah. And so, what we, and I, I, I mentioned a version of this earlier, but you know what, Bill, you said it very clearly that, you know, COVID has packed on the Dorito pounds. You know, and I'm no, I'm no exception to that. I, I, I've enjoyed my life a little bit with, with my wife and, and enjoying a bag of chips because I can't go anywhere. Well, there's a way if you want to get active, it's called high rope. It's a new skipping rope. And there's been smart skipping ropes before, except this now uses an artificial intelligence technology. So not only is it just relaying information to your smart device, it's actually learning how you, how you perform. And it tells you based on actual performance. So in most cases, you kind of do your exercise, it records it, then it uploads it, and then it analyzes it. This is in real time analysis. So as you're jumping rope, it's indicating directly to the phone that you are burning these many calories. You are, your strength training is increasing at this percent. So why is that important? Well, think of it as almost your own virtual coach. 
So what most AI does is it just tracks the data. What this is different in this skipping rope and probably other smart uh, equipment, exercise equipment, is it's going to encourage you, give you that push to go, hey, keep going. No, 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 don't stop. 30 more, 10 more, five more, keep going. So this is a new system of a skipping rope which gives you that motivational coach, I guess. And they even have a program that gives you 90 day weight loss through skipping rope. It's uh, the new advancement of when it comes to smart exercise equipment. So it's got its own built-in uh, personal trainer then too. That's right. Yeah. It, it's your own personal trainer. It shows where you are. And, and this is all done by your holding the skipping rope handles. It tracks um, all sorts of elements, your heart rate. Uh, it actually has a salt uh, management that sees how much you're, uh, uh, you're sweating, um, excreting or otherwise. And, and then it analyzes this in real time though, Bill. This is, that's the key thing is real time analytics versus recorded analytics. Real time can be able to tell you, uh, you know, you may ask the question, am I really burning anything today? This new equipment will tell you, yes, you are. Here's exactly what you're burning and here's your progress and what the results will be if you keep going at the rate you're going. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, now we're getting into a field that you just love. What's new in robotics? Robotics are taking it to a whole new level. Again, now we've seen a lot of robotics come into play, but this one is really, really neat. It's scary as well. I'm gonna say, you know, kind of preface it with a bit of a scare. Um, it's called AI foam. And what that means is that we see these, you know, robotic arms or uh, any other devices in robotics that exist. Um, and we're trying to create more of a feel, a realistic feel to these robotic uh, devices. So prosthetic arms, as an example, prosthetic legs. This is a new foam that has uh, innervated smartphone. What that means, foam, I should mention, not smartphone, uh, but foam, uh, is what it does is it creates an ability to heal itself. So this, what is that created? So say you rip it, you tear it, you you scratch it, you tear it into something that it, uh, uh, you know, you damage it in some way. You might have been, you know, maybe playing soccer or trying to lift something. This is a new foam that is capable of healing itself. So the spongy material will fuse together when it's cut or damaged and will be able to uh, uh, heal itself in a general form. So this is really neat because we know that dynamic robotics, which we've seen online and they're dancing robots and dog robots. This is now adding a layer of foam skin to it that should or if it gets damaged, it kind of heals itself like real skin. That's fabulous. Incredible stuff. I, I want to skip, uh, see if we got time for the other one, but uh, two-thirds of the world is covered by water. We know that. And a lot of it is salt water. And well, you're not supposed to drink salt water, but there's a technology being developed that might change that. This, you know what, there's different, there's actually over 19,000 plants, uh, like uh, uh, environments and, and environments uh, that, that take salt water and try to separate the salt and, and so forth. However, the key thing of is when you're removing the, the salt from the water, it creates a byproduct, which is bind. Um, and that product is very actually toxic. It's, it's not a very healthy thing to put back into the environment. So what, there's two elements that just came out. This is out of Saudi Arabia and China researchers have been able to to develop a completely 
uh, generated elect- a solar environment that is uh, 100% carbon neutral that will be able to not only use natural energy to use uh, the, 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 the salt, take the salt water and remove and desalinate it, removing all of that, wa- that fresh water to have it available, but also be able to clean the brine and be able to remove any of the byproducts that are normally environmentally uh, have that environmental impact. So when we talk about, you know, the elements of where we're going, this is a big, huge step that this is done. So solar energy that can take salt water and make it fresh water is the simplistic version of it. And this is a massive improvement because uh, if you take the whole country of Africa, Bill, this could change freshwater access for countries that do not normally have uh, have that access to it. No, exactly. It's it's fabulous, and it's it, one of these things that's going to go into practical use as soon as they finish and uh, and start producing uh, the the technology for it. Okay, okay, we got time. Uh, a couple of minutes left here. I want you to talk about what's going on at Tel Aviv University. Some rather innovative stuff there too. Okay, this this is huge, and I know this maybe sounds like wow, that that guy really nerded out, but this is so <laughs> massive, Bill, that you know Tel Aviv University was able to create a thickness of two atoms, not two atom old fields, but atoms as in molecular structure atoms. Um, This technology is so massive, like two atoms thick, Bill. That's that's smaller than the, the human eye could see. And why am I excited about this is that it will be able to store electrical information in the thinnest possible way known to science. And this has just been developed. And why that's so critical is think about the ability to transfer uh, electricity or uh, memory or storage of so forth, it will take the smartphone, which requires a lot of equipment in there, and that memory and otherwise, it's heavy, takes up a lot of space. This advancement is going to change the, the, the dynamic of electronics, robotics of the future. So spacecraft will be smaller, lighter. It will be able to travel further. Uh, autonomous cars will be lighter. We'll be able to get more energy out of it. This is a massive game changer. And it's so exciting to think that this new two atoms thick uh, electric uh, electric uh, uh, transponder, if you will, has now been invented. And this this is going to literally revolutionize electronics and robotics in the next five to 10 years. Good stuff. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by Vacuum Man. Uh, Adam Oldfield, uh, enjoy the new Santa Fe, and uh, we'll talk again next Friday. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bill. Have a great weekend. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.